Welcome back to a new episode of The Talk, the podcast about changing the world from Nordea private banking. I'm Walter Nesland, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, sustainable energy and solar power. And it's hard to think of a better person to do that with than the Norwegian entrepreneur behind one of the most interesting solar power companies in the world. Here's the founder and CEO of Ottovo, Andreas Tushheim. Welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What is Ottovo and what do you do? So uh, we're a marketplace for uh, energy installations and um, our ambition is to be the number one in residential solar. So that means solar panels that you put on your garage roof or the roof of your home. And um, we're doing that by having this sort of Fedora or Uber approach where we recruit installer companies from the north of the Nordics all the way to the south of uh, Spain and they input their coverage areas their prices and we we find customers for them we make projects online for for people uh, and and give the projects to the installers so that's that's the business we do and the result of that is lots of panels up on on roofs everywhere in Europe yeah i was listening to uh, Elon Musk the other day and he was talking about how area surface area is is what solar is all about and thus i guess get being distributed on roofs all over the world is is uh is the way to go and then you have to be super local right it's yeah it's i mean it's uh, fantastic that you can utilize space that is already built out i mean now in the in the nordics for instance you see conflict around wind power uh, which is a bit of a um i don't know it's a, it's a it's a, the breaks on for uh for one of the big sources of uh, renewable power but solar power is conflict free you can build it on on warehouses on uh, on factories and on on garages things that are already built out that's that's great um and as you said it's it's distributed so the power is built out where it's getting used so you you need less power lines and uh, less transmission grids all that stuff it's uh, that's uh, that's one of the big potentials of it of course uh, here in Europe, but also if you uh, if you think further uh, in Africa or, or South Asia, where where power grids aren't built out, this is a way to to leapfrog the whole uh, power grid systems that we've had in the in the uh, in Europe and and uh, North America for the last hundred years. They can go to something that's built locally and used locally. Yeah, that's interesting. Energy has always been a source of power globally. And uh, are we looking at a shift coming now with uh, countries closer to the equator being you know, having more more of the solar power, basically? Well, I think just uh, with with solar energy and wind energy, it's super democratizing, right? Because it's it's resources that you can find everywhere in the uh, the world, and people tend to live places that are you know ab- abundant these resources. So um, for sure, it's it's leveling out the playing field. I think more more than sort of it's not tilting it to to the qataris advantage or any anything right but it's it's like uh, it democratizes things like the internet democratizes uh information um that i think solar power especially democratizes uh energy and that's that's great news for the world for the next decade it's it's interesting that a guy from a part of the world where it's dark half of the year is is going all into solar power how does that work in the winter is it enough solar or no 
it's a question we get all the time, right? You know, if you have the Norwegian or Swedish accent, and you know, oddly, we have a lot of solar power companies in these uh, in these countries now, right? Uh, and you think like you guys is is like uh, how can you the I mean, you come from countries that uh, parts of your countries don't even have sun from for months at at the time. You know, how can you guys be good in solar energy? Uh, but the fact is that the uh, the conditions that we have here they tend to make solar power companies good right because you're you're living in something which is kind of the future of energy when you live in the nordics the electricity is quite a bit cheaper than uh, what you find uh, elsewhere um, the homes use a lot of electricity rather than the gas power or even coal power uh, the local coal power which is a, a thing they do in for example poland um, and people are already getting electric cars in in droves right so um, so a lot of the attributes with the grid are are kind of what what's going to be the future elsewhere, and then you have this other element that uh, because uh, you're competing against a cheap uh, electricity price uh, and labor is quite expensive, you need to be really disciplined and uh, and digital in the way you approach getting solar panels on on roofs, and that's what the, the this company that I'm I'm running is built on the fact that. Now that solar panels just get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, uh, that that leads to two things. Number one, solar energy is going to beat other energy sources on price everywhere in the world, including the Nordics. And number two, uh, the price of the panel is going to matter less and less. It's how you get these panels from the docks to the warehouse and up on your roof. And that's a, that's a marketing, it's a logistics play. And that that's kind of a, a, a tech a tech play. And you can be good at that if you're if you're super disciplined and use digital tools, then you can cut the cost on, on that. And I think the, the Nordic players found that out before because they were kind of forced to it. And that's become our competitive advantage when we go to Poland uh, or or Spain. We're cost leaders, right? We, we beat Polish installer companies on price, which I think I wouldn't have guessed three, four years ago, but the things that we've learned in the tough environment in the Nordics, that's turning into an advantage for us further south. Solar has been for people who've had money to invest, right? You, 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 it's a fairly large investment and, and the, the metric that we're all looking at, I'm one of them actually, is uh, how quick can I get the investment back? But you've kind of solved that problem. Yeah, so... Um when solar energy took off in the US, it was when people could rent solar panels rather than uh, have to pony up the cash on, on day one. And um, Tesla, like you, you mentioned, and uh, Sunrun uh, from, and Vivint Solar are the three large uh, solar residential players in the US, and they all provide uh, a system where you can rent the panels and, and not have to to invest uh, the the five or ten thousand euros that it typically costs on day one um and we've uh, uh we've made the same uh concept in uh, in scandinavia and europe where people can go to otovo.no or se and uh and rather than paying the full amount on day one have a monthly monthly bill and um, if you if the solar conditions are good at your house and we can make a lot of energy there, um, then uh, typically you'll save money on on day one um, using this offer. And I think that's that's something that's going to open up solar energy to a lot more people in in Europe, not just the, those who have have a, a full bank account. That changes everything. I mean, if you lower my bill tomorrow, of course, you know that's a completely different story, and it open, opens up for people who don't have the money to to spare. 
we've seen so much uh, you know change in demand especially in Spain for that right because um for, for the typical Spanish household of a 5000 euro investment it's something uh, it's a it's a big decision right and it it comes at the expense of other things you want to do in life but uh, uh, now we can just put solar panels on their roof and they replace maybe a, a 100 euro bill uh, electricity bill with a with a 30 euro electricity bill uh, 40 euros to us and then the rest is savings right and um that's that's a no-brainer and it really changes uh, things it's not just for the for the greenest hippies out there it's for people who who care about their energy bill uh, tomorrow and and that's you know most that, that's where you find the most people is this going to change architecture do you think do you think houses uh, because now houses obviously are not built for solar and the roofs are not facing south they're facing the direction which is the most beautiful yeah. you know for the house or something <laughs> How do you think is is that going to change uh, new houses? I think it's an excellent question. We got uh, the the um, the question we've been getting the last I guess you know ten years in solar is like these panels don't look great, um, and uh, so and it's so the, the, the people have been asking when will they be integrated into glass or or tiles etc. Um, and I mean that's happening, but it's not happening as fast as these panels get cheaper. So the difference between a a, a, a roof tile with solar in it. Uh, and uh, so the solar panel regular price that difference is just getting bigger and bigger so the tiles aren't getting ch- cheap fast enough so i think maybe the question you're ask- answer uh, asking is is going to be the right one right are we maybe going to change architecture rather than change uh, the panels and that's something that's always happened to architecture when you get new devices into homes architecture changes right the garages didn't exist as a concept 100 years ago because we didn't have cars uh, and but we made this concept that's called a garage and now everyone has it and and i think the the shape of houses the shape of roofs maybe it's going to be influenced by 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 solar panels so so i guess when you go to architecture school you're going to learn that uh, the roofs should uh, measure th- you know they they should have measurements that uh, um that end up in uh, one times 1.7 meters because that's the size of a panel and you should make sure that at least half of the roof tilts towards the south at a per, at, at a perfect angle because then that home can be super energy efficient and have a a very low energy footprint so i think these things are going to interplay and i uh, i think uh architecture is going to incorporate things that uh, that uh, lead us towards a, a zero carbon emission future do you deliver the entire package with batteries and everything or is it only solar power and installation that depends in which country uh, uh, we're in so um in in italy for example we offer batteries in norway we don't right and that depends on how tariffs are set up and and the economics of it so um uh, so it, it really depends on if it makes sense to the consumer uh, but but solar panels can work without a battery Uh, if you produce more than you uh, consume, that gets f- fed into the the grid, and essentially it uh, uh, powers a light bulb in your neighbor's house uh, or, or charges uh, your your next door neighbor's car. Um, and in most countries, you get paid for exporting that energy. That's certainly the case in in Norway and Sweden, and that means you you don't really need the battery in the immediate term. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. That's that's uh, new to me. No, but it's it's, it's a usual co- you know it's it's a misconception that people a lot of people have right because it's, you know especially in the Nordic solar panels were associated with uh, with powering your cabin uh, out on an island or or up in the mountains and I think now um, 
what the most solar panels do is that they interplay with the grid, right? Whether they're in a, a big utility-sized uh, power plant that feeds power into the grid, or if they're on a farmer's barn or on your garage, that those panels, obviously, first they would power whatever's in that house or in that barn, but if they're surplus, they, they export it. And, um, and this contributes into the electricity grid and solar power prices even in the, or power prices even in the Nordics would be higher in summer if you didn't have 100,000 people in Denmark and, and 50,000 people in, in Sweden who, who uh, had solar panels. Those, those solar panels are, first of all, taking away all the demand from these people half of the year um, and in addition they export power that that feeds their neighbors uh, neighbors power so this uh, solar power is not uh, it's not an isolated island thing anymore it's integrated in the grid how long has ottavo been around we're just uh, yeah five years and one month so uh, just uh, celebrated our five-year anniversary yeah congratulations and and uh, and how big are you now um, we're uh, number one in uh, in Norway. I think we're number three probably in Sweden. Uh, and we're fighting for a top three position in all the markets we're in. So that's France, Spain, uh, Italy and um, and uh, Poland. No, I, I think uh, fast is the name of the game uh, in, in a new industry. It, it, it always is. And uh, we've been in a hurry to get to, to more countries. And uh, we've also promised our investors that we'd go to, to more countries. I think... Uh, uh, we have room to grow, obviously, in the countries we we're in, but uh, we want to add some more flags to uh, to our slide uh, deck in in the next uh, couple of years. And what about you? I mean, how how did you end up doing this? I typically say that I, I didn't change industries. Uh, I think it was solar energy that came to me, right? And as as I said, where solar power is going now, it's about consumers. It's about uh, marketing it's about uh, uh, coordinating between installers and consumers um, this is a platform problem it's an online problem that this is something that tech people can can solve it's not so much an engineering and an R&D uh, panel problem anymore um, and when when I realized that uh, we came together as a as a group of founders to, to start this company that could recruit installers on the one end and have the supply of of workforce there and then recruit consumers on the other one uh, other end and and help them get help on getting solar panels on their uh, on their uh, roof so I, I feel i've been doing the same thing as i've been doing in my whole life i worked at shipstead i worked at, uh, at opera software uh, so i'm a, i'm a media and tech uh, guy and and i think just the re- renewable revolution starts enlisting people like like me and and people like in my, my company who are Uber veterans or Amazon veterans or um, or Shipstead veterans or Kinevik uh, veterans, you know, the, this is competence that that uh, the, the new power sector needs. Yeah, I saw some analysts say that uh, um, uh, sure Tesla needs to learn how to build cars, but the, all the others need to learn how to code. Yeah, <laughs> that's much harder. It's <laughs> yeah, and I think that's that's it, right? And. It's a bit like, you know, I think Hunter S. Thompson said, when the going gets weird, the weird get going. And, uh, uh, or, or I don't know, even it's like, when the going gets weird, uh, the weird turn pro. And I think that's kind of what happened here. Like, uh, this was, this was a sort of a, a weird end of the energy sector. And then we turned pro in it, right? And, and I, th- I think uh, 
everyone needs to learn how to code. Uh, power companies need to learn how to market stuff. Uh, they, <laughs> they need to how to talk to consumers in a respectful voice. Uh, and I, I think there's the room for companies like, like us, like Tibber, like the new charging companies that are popping up both along highways and in people's homes. Um, it's, it's a different set of companies and different way of addressing consumers and solving their problems. So what, what is uh, the future for, for Ottawa? How do you see the next five years? Um, I definitely think we're going to go into more uh, countries. There are some big European countries uh, remaining. Uh, for the consumer, we're going to be you know, faster and, uh, and cheaper. And I hope we can add you know, more cool hardware to the solar uh, panels or, or to people's homes. Right? There's a lot of stuff that's going to come into your garage and your home the next five or ten years it's ev chargers it's batteries it's uh, solar panels uh, maybe it's uh, you know, smarter thermostats or or air conditioners these type of things and we, we want to be the guys who put this stuff into into people's uh, home um we we want to be the, the the guys who make the future of energy happen i'm looking forward to that too and uh, i'm just super excited about this whole business i'm really excited about what you do and i'm also really excited about seeing you on my roof soon <laughs> we need solar in my house too yeah uh, well, i think it's a, it's a good time to to get solar panels right uh, now we're in, in the nordic spring and you can order the panels now in in uh, in, in spring and and get the, the whole uh, the whole season with panels on the roof that's a, it's an ideal time to order perfect well andreas i'm super happy you came on and uh this was just a, a little sampler of what you do i'm really looking forward to digging into it more and um, and seeing what you take on in the future. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to The Talk, the podcast about changing the world from Nordea Private Banking. I'm Walter Neslund, and for the rest of this season, I'll be taking you through a total of 12 interviews with the three most interesting entrepreneurs we can think of from the four Nordic countries. And the lineup we have is fantastic. So hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of them. And thanks again. Have a great day.